week one of the NFL season is here. Jeff Reinbold, my friend. It is week one. Man, football's back. How are you doing? You good? I'm doing great, Michael. It's Sunday. It's football morning, and uh, as they say, but we can't say in America anymore. We can say football morning all over the world because international fans from everywhere will be tuned in and dialed in and, you know, I don't know, whatever technology they're using to get in and see their favorite teams and their favorite players play. It's it's exciting time right now. What a start we had with the Lions and the Chiefs and Dan Campbell faking a punt at his 16-yard line and, to you know, just it was just an incredible, incredible, incredible start to what will be an amazing season. Well, big, big welcome to everyone watching this. We're actually we're live at around eleven o'clock on a Sunday morning here. Also, a welcome to people listening to this after twelve on the podcast network, Pro Football Ireland, Ireland's biggest and best NFL podcast network. Jeff, that's obviously great to have you on as a guest on the biggest Sunday of the year. You mentioned the Lions Chiefs. I feel like we need it because we, we're we're going to go past that today whenever the rest of the football starts. But um, I guess for people. You know, we were talking around on FaceTime. I think you actually called me um, quite close to kickoff and we were talking and I was like, oh, I thought the Chiefs would walk it. Man, I was wrong. I was very wrong. And, you know, you, you would have been forgiven even at halftime in that game to think, well, the Chiefs will be okay here, but they weren't. And the Lions get the win and the whole narrative of this season now completely changes. Well, I think it's interesting that, you know, that, that even as well as the Lions played and the big question to me was about the Lions defense whether they're going to be able to you know improve over last season I think they have shown that they have improved over last season um, their draft class played extremely well in the game um, Branch had a touchdown on a drop ball on a one that clanked off of Tony's hands I tell you Darius Tony got just vilified in social media and, and regular media Destroyed. everywhere for three really poor drops in the game that really crossed his football team. Obviously, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, the game was labeled before it was hardly over, before before the players had even had a chance to get off the field, the game was labeled with an asterisk because, you know, Chris Jones didn't play and Travis Kelsey didn't play. And I, I don't I don't buy that one bit. I, Mike Tirico is a great announcer, but I don't buy it one bit because, you know, you got to play with what you got. And the Lions played extremely well. They played extremely hard. Dan Campbell, I thought, coached a great game. His staff, uh, they played to win. That's a not, uh, that is a very difficult place to go in and play. I've coached games in that stadium, and I'm going to tell you something. When Chiefs Nation is rolling, and they were rolling big because it was the, it was the Super Bowl uh, banner, you know, uh, unveiling and, you know, they, they were on fire. They you see the traffic jams hours before the game to get to the stadium. Um, you know, there's no question that they were into the game. But the Lions came into all of that and, and came out with a win. They came out with a win. And I'll talk about that in a second. I feel like we need to let people know we're presented by 888 Sport, the official betting sponsor of the NFL. You can check out my Instagram reel for my weekly picks. Jeff, apparently you're going to be doing this in the offseason or the postseason. So looking forward to that. Um, we, I think we need to talk about this tour that's happening, don't we? Like it's it's funny because we're both still on the coffee this morning. This Irish tour, now I, I look, I, I knew you were going to Manchester as well, and people are very excited about that, and it's great to see the uptake in that in recent days and social media. But this morning you released or put your Irish tour on sale with a special new date as well. Uh, just how pumped are you for this? Because this is not about like 
you know, fi- financial gain. This is about love of the game, and that I think I think you can see by the demand for each place so far, Jeff, that that really is replicated from fans across Ireland, both north and south. I, I you know, Michael, it's it's we're gonna label it the Irish Invasion Tour because we're gonna go, uh, you know, throughout the country, Dublin. We're gonna go, uh, you know, to some places that. You know where you Limerick, like for example, mm. you, don't, you don't think of Limerick as a quote NFL hotbed, but I, what we found is, and you, you've really exposed this, I think, for all the world to see, and that's not being over dramatic, Mike, that throughout, uh, you know, Ireland and the Republic, there is a deep love of you know NFL football, and you know we're gonna we're gonna fan that flame a little bit and get out and get amongst the fans and you know, take the show on the road live and and. Uh, let the fans have an opportunity to uh, be a part of the show. And it, because that's what this, the, this whole thing started for the fans and it's always been for the fans and we want to continue to keep it for the fans. So whether you're in, you know, you're in Dublin or, you know, you're in Belfast or you're in Limerick or any of the other places we might be, you know, come and be a part of the Jeff Reinbold show, the Irish invasion. We will be on your shore soon. The Irish invasion. I like it. I like it. Interesting. Uh, Jeff, you didn't mention Derry. I feel like I have to mention Derry, but you know, I I appreciate the kind words. I will say, it's definitely not just me. Like you know, it's 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 local teams. It's things that people don't see online. For example, the UL Vikings helping out with Limerick. They're they're buzzing about that there. I know you're going to get a chance to meet them on the day you're there. We announced Derry this morning. We uh, that was a very last minute addition, but we're glad we wanted. I feel sometimes like the Northwest is is left behind a wee bit when it comes to stuff like this. So we're, we're buzzing. The, the venue for that will be announced soon. Um, and yeah, Dublin Belfast. Belfast will be, you know, if it sells out, I'm sure it will, it'll be your biggest ever event. It'll be 340 people there uh, at a time where it's so busy, at a time where it's so big. And at a time where it's so good, you know, you're, you're talking about 10, day, 10, 12 days out from the Super Bowl in Las Vegas when it's the peak football season when people want to know. And I know, Jeff, that, the type of person you are, you're going to try and get to meet local teams, local players, and, and do much more than just be there. So I'd say that to, to local teams. We, we as a brand, Pro Football Ireland, will do whatever we can to to help them also. So we we certainly appreciate the support. And uh, tickets are available now. Linktree, so L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash NFL Ireland. Or follow this guy. You might have seen him before. Otherwise, Jeff Reinbold on Twitter or X as Elon I calls. Are you still calling it X or Twitter, Jeff? I, I'm. I just call it X now because you know it's it's a forever evolving thing. Mike, you know you you made a good point. I, I want to stress this too that you know we're not just coming there to do a show. We're coming there to really try and, as you say, meet the local teams, meet the people that are you know from Ireland, American football, Ireland. You know, uh, leave something when we go and whether that's you know better understanding of the game uh better practice uh better you know uh commitment to the game throughout the local community anything we can do to help grow the game while we're in town we really want to do that and 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 that's a grass that's a grassroots support thing that's just us reaching out opposite of the show in addition to the show that we want to be involved with the local clubs. I'm really looking forward to meeting the Vikings. I, you know, and, you know, think about it, Mike, they, this is such a great time. I, I don't know if people really understand how great a time it is for football in Ireland, because 
you've just had, you know, the European championships, flag championships have been there. You know, you've had Friday night lights, high school, you know, the NFL Academy came over and played an exhibition game against the high school teams uh, as part of the, you know, the college football showcase. You had the University of Notre Dame, which is the most iconic brand, you know, most iconic brand in college football in America uh, against the Naval Academy and, you know, had a tremendous, tremendous turnout in Aviva. So I think this is now with the Steelers now having a footprint on the island. You've got a Steelers podcast that you do every week for uh, for the Steelers. And, and I think it's just a great time to be an NFL fan or football fan of any kind right now in Ireland. Yes, sir. And let's go back to week one for, I mean, I completely agree. Let, let, let's go back to week one for the generic audience. Uh, Jeff will have some UK shows being announced soon also, depending on my work slash wife schedule. And I'll get back to everybody on that. Jeff, week one, man. Can't believe it. Uh, hard to believe we're back. It feels like yesterday we were in Phoenix. I'm going to be down in Dublin tonight at the Wall Shed. If anyone is in the Dublin area, please do come in. I want to get your bowl predictions for the season. I want to get your MVPs and I want to get your Super Bowl picks and wear your jerseys. If you're watching this on YouTube, do let us know. Donald Knox, morning lads, it's game day. It is indeed. Do let us know if you're watching this live. Yes, sir. I might be somebody... Hey, you know, you're going to be in the Wolfshed. I got to tell you, man, that is one of my favorite NFL bars anywhere. That is a great venue and a great place to watch a game. And if, like you say, if if you're anywhere around, get to the Wolfshed tonight because it is electric in there. Michael's going to be in there and it'll be it'll be a fun night. What game are you looking forward to most, Mike? What's what's the one one game of opening weekend that you're really looking forward to? Just a just a very quickly piggyback on that. It's not even work when you're going down to do to do something like that. Like that's enjoyable, you know. Like that's I'm, I'm buzzing for that. And shout out to them. They've been very accommodating to yourself, myself. So looking forward to that. Hopefully, if you're watching this, folks, you give me a free pint later on. I'm joking. Um, it has to be Steelers Niners. It has to be like it's just. And I know I I know your buddies from Sky are there. I seen Phoebe was shouting to Hart Rooney last night. Unbelievable. I sent her a wink in the Shamrock yesterday in badness. So I don't. I think it might have been a surprise for, but uh, I just feel like taking away everything that's happened in the UK and Ireland, because like, the Niners are in the UK market, the Cedars mm-hmm. are in the Irish market. Taking away from all of that sort of stuff, it's like it's such a big question mark. Can the Niners take a step forward this season with Brock Purdy, who apparently looks better and better in preseason? Can the Steelers with Kenny Pickett as an offense as an offensive captain of the year too? take the next step and there's all these question marks and certainly we're not we're not stupid we're not going to get the answers to those questions today but certainly if if the Steelers were to go out and put something down on the Niners at home in a home opener that could be a huge statement in the AFC North and I don't think they're getting the respect in the AFC North like I don't know I don't know you know insert advert here but I don't know Batten prop video for eight 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 yesterday. They're nine to two, four favorites to win the AFC North. But more so, Jeff, I just think it's going to be a great game because you've got two great offenses, but you've also got two great defenses as well. I Bose is going to come back in as well. I'm excited to see how the combination between Pickett and also Najee Harris works out because Najee has not had much time in preseason at all. And then finally, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how Brock Purdy looks. I mean, it's it's a re- it, it, it could be a real defensive slugfest. I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Steelers just edge it. But I, for me, I, I feel like that's the game of the weekend, Jeff. Have you changed any of your opinions from your pick show on Friday? No, I don't um, think I've changed any opinions. I, I feel very much like you do. I'm, I'm excited to see just how much of a step Kenny Pickett can make in that second year. You know, he 
He's had a great offseason. He had a great preseason. Um, I thought the Steelers looked really good in preseason. Now it's preseason, so you got to tap the brakes a little bit. Yeah. About preseason. But, you know, you think about it. Isaac Samalo coming over from Philadelphia to man that right guard spot, that's really a crucial one. He brings toughness and a winning attitude uh, to that offensive line. They've retooled that offensive line, worked hard to fix it the last three years. This is, the, you know, Matt Canada, another year in his offense. You, you talked about Najee. Uh, you know, Pickens outside, Johnson outside. They've got good players. They've really got good players. I think Fryermuth, the tight end, is really an un underrated player. So I like the Steelers very, very much. You know that defensively they'll be really strong. They always are. It's just kind of what you do in Pittsburgh. They, they don't rebuild the defense. They just reload the defense. And, um, you know, and I think T.J. Watt could be, you know, it's his goal he talks about having a 20 sack season. And, and I think that's within, I think that's within realm of possibility because, you know, they're good enough on offense that, you know, people are going to play from behind a lot and that means they're going to throw a lot. And that means more opportunities for TJ Watt. On the other side, you look at Pittsburgh, I mean, excuse me, look at San Francisco and, and I, you know, there's a couple things, you know, obviously Purdy is a, is a huge one coming off of an ulnar surgery. You know, how's he going to be in terms of his health? Um, uh, Will they continue to run the ball as well as they have in the past? They got great weapons outside. Um, you know, Kittle's a little nicked up for this one, so it'll be interesting to see what you know how what his health is. But certainly, Shanahan and his play calling, play design—they're outstanding. Uh, this is going to be a great, great football game. I, I agree with you, Mike. I think it's one of the ones that you really look forward to today. Yeah, and Tom Kittle, I've seen, you know, when football's back, whenever Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport are scheduling their 3.30 a.m. Eastern tweets, it's it's great to be back. Baby. Um, Kittle expected to play, but, you know, yeah, it's it's really a big question mark as to how much he will hey, see today. So. Hey, uh, we got to we gotta say welcome in to Fr uh, Fred Flunk, who is a long-time, long-time fan and, uh, of the show and been on the show a number of times. And he's got that. How about them Cowboys working already? You know, big game tonight, Jeff. Yeah, big game tonight, man. Well, you know, let's talk about that one, Mike. I mean, they got to go to New York, and they're going to play. I think what is a better, a, a much better giant team in the second year of Brian Dable and his regime. They got to the playoffs last year. Nobody gave them a chance to get to the playoffs. You know, they got Daniel Jones under contract. They got Saquon under contract. They go out and get Isaiah Simmons in the offseason for a seventh-round pick, which is a steal. Um, you know, they look to be much better. How much better is the offensive line going to be in New York? That's the tr that's yeah. the key, absolute key to me. Waller's not going to play. You know, that's a here we go again with, with Darren Waller. Not going to play in the game, not available. Uh, that was one of the reasons he got out of Oakland and, or excuse me, out of Vegas. Uh, the Cowboys are nicked up on the offensive line. They could possibly not have two offensive line starters in this game, and that that'll be you know, that'll be problematic for the Cowboys. Is Pollard 100% healthy coming off that nasty leg injury he had at the end of the season? Deuce Vaughn is electric little guy. He looks like he looks like somebody uh, put a Smurf up there, <laughs> but he is really a dynamic, exciting player to watch. But I think the Cowboys are going to go as Dak goes. And if Dak is the Dak that is, you know, 
makes good decisions and is accurate with the football and you know is is he's always been a great leader i think he's a i think he's an un, really underrated in that category but can he stay away from the interceptions what's it going to be like with mike mccarthy calling the plays now and trying to be the head coach because they you know again kellen moore is in san diego or excuse me in los angeles now with the chargers the old coordinator what's that offense going to look like and the defense, we know what the defense will be. They will be flat ass nasty. Mike Parsons and that crew are dynamic. I think the Cowboys are going to have to win with their defense early, and the offense will catch up as the season goes along. Yeah, obviously a massive shout out to people that are commenting live, and shout out to people listening on demand on the podcast format. The problem with X and Twitter at the minute is with Periscope, and it's been like this for a year and a half now, yeah, it feels like yesterday this happened that, you know, you can't comment on Twitter anymore, so we don't see your comments, so we do appreciate that people have replied on Twitter or X, and we'll get, we'll, we'll get to them comments in a, in a little second, but Fred's saying the Dallas wide receivers will feast. I mean, when you've got that room of C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup, never mind the fact Jake Ferguson's there as well as a tight end if you need him, Dak has got enough options, you can hand it off to Tony, you can hand it off to Rico, you can hand it off to Juice, to do, I, I just feel, you know, outside of the initial first quarter nerves, outside of the initial first quarter atmosphere in MetLife, I, I, I think the Cowboys get the job done tonight, Jeff, against the team in the Giants that I, I think at times rode their luck last season. But I, you know, I, I do feel that they've improved, but have they improved enough is the question. And I do feel that keeping Daniel Jones while well, it was a while it was an option that they had the take based upon the season that they had. You know, if you go back to this time last year, there was people saying that he would have had to have had an MVP like season to to stay in New York. They they got to the playoffs, they had an excellent win against the Vikings, and then they obviously could blow it out against the Eagles. So I, I'm I think it's extremely interesting to see what sort of New York Giants side we see tonight in Sunday Night Football. Certainly for me, as it's one o'clock in the morning, I'm set up to watch it. I think it'll be a great game. Looking forward to it. Um, and I, I just feel like there's so many great options today. And I've got a few points here, yeah, if you want to read them out from people. Uh, just when we're here so tom tom was reading your mind tom from london hey guys i'm so glad the season's back how do you rate the Steelers' chances against the niners home field advantage is the key we've already touched on that but tom thank you for your uh thank you for your comment and um, i tell tom Ryan, to get his, tell, tell tom to get his terrible towel out in london and start waving it right now because i think the steelers i really like the steelers i i you know again and you can't you can't judge the season on one game, but I really think that the Steelers are you know Mike Tomlin is great leadership. I think he's the only coach in NFL history to ever go 17 years without a losing season, and I think he's underrated as a head coach. I, I just love the organization, and I, I think that they'll be in the thick of it when I come over to do my work on Sky after Thanksgiving and and as we head to the playoffs. Is that a, is that a confirmed? Uh... Announcement. I'm joking. You can take it as that if you choose to. How about that? <laughs> take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. No comment is the best answer to that. But we're all looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing what they do tonight in Pittsburgh as well. Like obviously, very very best luck to them. It's great to see um, crews from the UK and Ireland go over to the states, and hopefully that could become a weekly thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really cool. You know, Neil, Neil, the Sky Crew will be there. Neil and Phoebe will be at the game live and doing the game live from. From Pittsburgh, awesome. I think that's awesome. You know, again, it's just an it's just another indication, Mike, of what we talked about a little earlier on the show about uh, you know how the appetite for more is evident throughout you know the UK and Ireland and all around the world. And and you know we, 
we're here to deliver. That's one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing because it's just another way to talk ball with people that love NFL football. And, you know, that's that's so important. I love it when people send questions in. That's, to me, the absolute favorite part of this whole job. Well, let's, let's look at the late window because Brian from Belfast has sent us a message saying, Jeff, what do you think about the Chargers this year? And this, like to me, Jeff, this seems like, so in case, in case folks you've been living under a rock, the NFL starts again tonight, so it's back tonight. Yeah, but the biggest, well, one of the biggest games that is actually on Sky as well is the Chargers against the Dolphins, and it's in LA. Hopefully, they'll be choking like Jeff there later on. That was like, it was just good timing, Jeff. I'm sorry. Um, well, look, the Chargers have choked in recent years. Uh, there's so many question marks around too as well. But I guess first off, Jeff, when you've got Justin Herbert coming in, getting that new contract, they still have two years of his rookie deal financially. What a window. And it has to be win now mode for the Chargers, surely. I, I think there's, I think there's, you know, we talk about guys that have high expectations or, or the, the, you can say the hot seat or however you want to say it. But, uh, you know, I think Brandon Staley's, they've got to, they've got to show that they are amongst the elite teams. Now they have an elite roster. When you look at the roster, that's an elite roster. They have players at every position, at every level of the defense outside. You got a great young quarterback. You got, you know, uh, you're off, you drafted well in the offensive line two years in a row. You got Austin Eckler at running back. I mean, everything is set. The table is set for the Chargers. Chargers have two issues, right? Number one is they play in one of the toughest divisions in football where every week it's a battle. You know, when you look at the Chargers, the Broncos, who will be better, the Raiders, who should be better, and then the Chiefs, who are, you know, defending world champions, that's a difficult, difficult division to be in. you got to bring your A game every week. The question has always been with the Chargers, and I'm, t I'm talking historically, Michael, all the way back to when they were San Diego and Air Coriel and all of it. You know, they've had great players down there, but they've never been able to, you know, really grind it out. You know, the question has always been, are they yeah. tough enough? Are they tough enough? And whether it's physical toughness, mental toughness, or whatever it is, um, that's that's always been an issue. And I think if they can demonstrate that, that they're, they're a mentally tough, resilient football team. Think about the Lions. That's what you, when you, when, and part of it's Dan Campbell and, you know, Brandon Staley and Dan Campbell are about as far apart personality-wise as you can get. But when you think about what the Lions embody, they embody grit and hard toughness and, you know, just run the ball mentality, not afraid to go out and, and compete. And the Chargers are more like, boy, that's a beautiful, shiny car, but what kind of, you know, what kind of engine does it have? Right. And we have, we got to find out and see what kind of engine this Charger team's got. I guess it's, it's like, it's that thing in week one where we, where we want to see the answers immediately, but it's, it's really like, you're not going to see the answers to this team. And especially Miami also until down the stretch, November, December, when it gets rough, when it gets serious, when it gets tough, when it gets dark for some players. And I guess for, for any neutral, you want to see Tua play the season. You want to see Tua take it to the next level. And any neutral wants to see the Dolphins genuinely challenge for not just the AFC East, but challenge for the AFC Championship. And that needs to be the expectation in Miami this season. So I'm certainly, you know, certainly as a neutral, I'm excited to see this division. I feel like this game tonight is going to be awesome. I'm probably going to miss it because I'm going to be driving. I'm going to be listening to the Red Zone or on the radio. But we'll be back on Monday morning recapping everything with our team. 
And then Jeff, apparently you're live tomorrow night. This is the rumor. Have you got the go ahead yet from the Tiger Cats? With <laughs> well, you know we'll we will be listening to the game, but we might as well if we're listening, if we're watching the game, we might as well be live. Hey, you know, Mike. Back to what you were talking about, mm. like the season. This season is a it's a for all fans, and I think all fans need to understand this. Everybody's excited for today. Right, because it's opening day, and you know you're going to get a first look at your at your love, the team that you love so much. It's a marathon; it is not a sprint, and one week is not going to be a deciding factor. You know, it's like people were writing the post mortem for the Kansas City Chiefs dynasty. You know, last after the game uh, on Thursday night, I think that's really premature, and a lot of people were anointing the Lions as you know division champions already. It's a lot of football's got to be played. One of the first things I tell players when we come to training camp, when we get them in training camp, is the one thing I can guarantee about pro football is you're going to face adversity, and you're going to face it throughout the season. And who can handle the adversity the best? You talked about Miami. Are they going to be able to keep Tua on his feet? Can they keep him healthy? If they can, then I think they're in the conversation in the AFC East. If he can't stay healthy, which has been sadly kind of his his history since he came to the you know even college football at, at Alabama he missed significant time he's missed significant time in Miami that's going to determine in my opinion how far this Miami team can go because you look at them and they're stacked i mean there's they're a track team on offense you bring in Vic Fangio on defense you bring in Jalen Ramsey on defense you got great personnel on both sides of the football great coaching on both sides of the football now how are you going to be able to protect that quarterback and keep him on his feet? Yeah. Because that's the key to your season if you're Miami. Jeff, I'm not going to let you go today. Well, I want, you know, and we'll, we'll clip this and we'll, and we'll talk about this properly because I feel like we didn't go into, I don't, I feel like we didn't go into enough detail on this. And I feel like we need to, as a collective, which team's going to upset the whole odds this season? Who's going to make a push this season that nobody's seen coming? And I'm, I'm going to say, that I am buying into the Green Bay Packers hype, okay? But I can't pick any other team that I can think of. I've, and like if if I'm if I'm going to give a bold prediction, I think the Patriots win under five games. I think this is Bills last year in 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 New England, and that that's bold, and I know it's bold. But I need you to give me some bold content, Jeff, so we can bank it for like week nineteen and week twenty, whenever everyone's cold and lonely on Instagram on Christmas Day. Well, think about this one, I, and then this just ties into opening weekend. The game that I'm really excited to see, and you're going to go, what? <laughs> you're going to go, huh? Is I, I can't wait to watch Baltimore play Houston. And, and here's mm. why. Baltimore intrigues me. You know, they've got a new offensive coordinator. They've totally revamped their offense. It's no longer, you know, the grind it out, run the ball 40 times, you know, with Lamar on all of the quarter, design quarterback runs, it's now we're going to throw the ball around a yard. You go out and get Zay Flowers, who's been absolutely dynamic in training camp. OBJ, you know, if if you can read the tea leaves, seems to be matured and and enjoys Baltimore and you know loves playing with Lamar. Lamar loves the new offense. I just think that that's a football team that nobody's talking about that's kind of laying in the weeds. Now, again, same thing, tough division. You got a, you got Cincinnati, you got Cleveland, you got Pittsburgh in the same division. But, you know, 
Baltimore has proven that they're good enough to get to the playoffs, but they've never been Lamar hasn't proven he can throw the ball from the pocket well enough to win in the playoffs. If he grows and if that offense evolves into being more dynamic down the field, throwing the football, you got Mark Andrews who's an elite level tight end. Uh, obviously, their receiver room is dynamic. The offensive line is awesome. Now, again, can they make the transition from being basically road graders up front to having to protect, you know, can Ronnie Stanley be a great left tackle in an offense that's going to throw the ball 35 to 40 times a game, which I think they're destined to do. I just really think Baltimore is one of those teams that I really think could surprise folks as we go forward. Okay, Jeff, you've mentioned it a little bit there, but have you got a week one upset? I, I have been toying with the idea of Baker Mayfield going into Minnesota today and putting it down in them, but it's not going to happen. I actually have Minnesota minus five and a half in the handicap on my week one treble. Do you want to hear my week one travel, Jeff? Yeah, Vikings I mean, minus five and a half. What's your, what's Eagles your... minus three and a half. And Chargers Dolphins over 50.5 points. Chargers Dolphins over 55? Over 50 and a half points. So uh, 51 I, I points. Be, you know what? It's interesting. I, when when I looked at the Lions, Mike, I, I, I thought under, under, under in almost every game because remember, this is the first week of the season. These offenses haven't really played an awful lot together, mm. right? And, and there's, you know, that old coaching belief that the defense is always ahead of the offense early in the season. I think that's really true because offense takes more time. You can, you know, you can be in bad position on defense. And we saw it the other night in Kansas City. You can be in bad position on defense and make a play because you can hustle your way through it, you know. And, and uh, like Branch's touchdown, that should have never been a touchdown. I mean, Kansas City's defense gave up 14 points and lost. Right? You think about that. So... Uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in the unders early in the season. I think that, um, you know, I, I don't like that Packer Bears game. And here's why. Why not? Well, here's the, here's the reasons, Michael. Right now, it looks like two of Green Bay's top receivers are going to be out for that game. And you're going into Chicago, which is a very, very difficult place to play. It's a historical rival game. Um, now, the Packers should win that game, but I think that game's going to be closer than a lot of people think it's going to be. And, you know, when you take two frontline players away from a rookie, or in what in, in essence is a rookie quarterback, even though it's not his first year, he's, it's really his first prolonged start. It's his offense now. It's his team. I think that's, that. you know, that makes it tough, you know. How healthy is Bakhtiari? Again, those are all mm. questions that we, you know, you got to look at. I know that they played well in preseason, but for everybody out there that's putting a lot of stock in how team plays in preseason, you don't see nearly the amount of the volume of scheme in preseason that you will in the season. You know, you're not playing in a lot of cases against frontline players in the preseason. You, you look at a lot of guys. Mike, on every team, didn't get a snap in preseason because they just can't – you can't ex you expose them to the injury factor. So, you know, that's why, again, I think go under early when it, when you're betting and, you know, where we're going to see some games early in the season where, like I say, I, I would not be surprised at all if the Bears knock the Packers off in, in week one. There's my bold prediction. I like it. I like it, Jeff. I'm, I'm so intrigued to see how Jordan Love plays today. Like oh, I, just, I, 
No question. And you know what? It was interesting. He got just blasted. Some of the, you know, pundits said that he's going to be a, the biggest failure, the biggest bust, da 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 You realize, how many years has it been? When was the last time somebody other than Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre started a game at quarterback, an opening game of the season at quarterback for the Packers? I mean, it's got to go back. How long ago was that? So a long time, Jeff. A long time. I, I I had hair whenever that happened. <laughs> I I think it's I think it's a fascinating thing, right? You know, you look back and the Packers have just been so consistent at the most important position in football for the last thirty years, and now in comes this young kid who you know there has been so much so many high expectations and so much controversy that swirled around him. And now he's going to get an opportunity to, you know, to really show exactly what he is in front of the whole world. Let's see what happens. Uh, Jeff, I feel like we could talk all day, but this, just, just to wrap up, um, I think we're both buzzing football's back. What, what's the plan today? Just, just crack open if you, if you can't get, get a big thing of cheese balls and just <laughs> sleep or what's no, I'm actually, I'm at, I'm at work right now. We've got, uh, We've got another game on Saturday, so we've got to get so we've got the players in. We had a 27-24 win the other night in Ottawa, so the players will be in. We'll look at the film, uh, put that to bed, and then it's you know it's on to our Winnipeg game at home next week. They're the one of the best, one of the top teams in the league. They lead the Western Division, and we're fighting for a playoff spot. So uh, we're you know it's 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 what it should be. It's football. We got football in in our lives and football in our tv and football you know in our dreams i mean it's really really a great time of year and we're not casually announcing this but the plan is to go live monday nights tbc monday night well and that'll be interesting that'll be a fun thing to do you know kind of like follow along the game and take if we can get it i don't know how are we going to get it michael where we can you know, get more questions, more interaction from the fans. Monday night, That's Monday night, so it's really a blast. It'll be a Jeff. It'll be a Jeff Reinbold show broadcast. So it, it'll be Monday night, and we go tomorrow night. I'm presuming you're free at four Eastern tomorrow, so that will be the plan around then. So if we're not on at nine, it'll be on at nine fifteen. But if you want to get comments in, folks, and we'll pull it out whenever it's live, reply to the video or put it on YouTube. Your best bet is to sub- subscribe on YouTube, uh, Jeff. Obviously, the tour is on sale. You've had someone message you in the last five minutes asking about Cork. Um, it's very difficult. It's hard because you could be busy, Jeff, on, t- on TV. So it's not it's not as simple as being like, let's go, let's do it. I know you'd love to do it, but it's very difficult, yeah? Michael, you can drag me around Ireland any place you want to go because I love it there. It is uh, really uh, the the fans, the people, you know, I just, I, I really enjoy the place and, and uh I'm looking forward to those shows. I, I really think that we're going to have a blast, and I hope that the fans will, you know, come and and participate because it's fan driven, and and uh, you know, I think you'll have a night to remember. Don't drink coffee at 8 a.m. So I'm going to say to my voice there now. Um, I feel like look, there's been a few people asking me, Cork. Like that's something we're looking at. So please, please bear with us. We, we are in Cork for a meetup on the 26th of November. That's a 10 hour round journey for me so we are trying so we promise you it will happen at some point if not this season it will happen and i know the admirals are down there and they're, they're very passionate about the game i would say that we are trying limericks an hour and 10 minutes from cork 
So, you know, if we don't do Cork, please do consider coming to Limerick because it's in a proper venue. Definitely haven't seen this place yet. It's a proper venue. Like, so I'm very excited for this. But for people listening in, in the UK as well, we, we really appreciate the ones in the UK listening to this whole feed. Um, we're, work, we're working on Scotland and London, so please, please bear with us. Um, Jeff, that's all the crack that I have, man. Week one, baby. Uh, right. So... They're just yeah. about to tee it up, buddy. So you better get to you better get to your set and get you crack that crack that Guinness and let's roll. Crack that whip. I'll be in the wool shed from five o'clock. Please do say hello. We are presented by eight 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 Sport, the official. <laughs> I've got a beer coaster here, um, and yeah, big thanks to them for making this happen, Jeff. I will say to you, finish us off. One word answer. Your Super Bowl Fifty Eight champion is. you had to give us us the boring answer I will see you tomorrow night folks uh, thank you for listening thank you for watching thank you for subscribing we're back man we're back see you then aloha